Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. This is episode 17 and it is Thursday, December 9th, 2021. And um, yeah, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hope everybody uh, is having a great holiday season. Uh, you know, here in the States, uh, the countdown is really starting to pick up speed. Um, got 16 days until December 25th, so um, you know if it's a, a day that you celebrate, obviously you're starting to run out of time uh, before it gets here. So, um, you know, I know I've, I've mentioned in other episodes, guys, that uh, you know the end of year provides a lot of opportunity to take stock, do some strategization for the next year, things of that nature. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I've definitely covered and alluded to in previous episodes, but we haven't really spent an entire episode talking about it, but it is something for you to, I think, look at and include in your strategizing for next year, is how you approach paid and organic traffic for your business, particularly when you're trying to drive traffic onto one of your digital assets, like onto your website or you know onto a social media account that you're trying to amass attention and following and so forth. And so, you know, I think, so, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to kind of drill down into that a little bit, or at least scratch the surface on it. Um, and, and, and we'll keep it kind of compact. I, I want to kind of hit the wave tops of why you might consider both of them. But I want to start off by saying that you can really boil it down, if you forced me to say it in one sentence, to time. How much time do you have to show a result? And, you know, when I talk to clients, prospects, et cetera, you know, if I'm talking to a prospect, for example, that says, yeah, Chris, uh, you know, we want to work with your firm, you know, we want to work with Transform, but uh, we need to see results in three months, you know, or we want to see results in three to six months. Then I know right then and there that that prospect is either going to have to utilize a paid approach or I'm going to have to reconfigure their expectations. Because achieving, let's say, a certain level of metric in terms of sales or revenue or whatever, in three to six months using free, organic, earned traffic is not likely. Not necessarily impossible, but it's not likely. And it's not something that, you know, as a professional digital marketing agency, we would want to sign up to in just about any instance, okay? So, so, so that's why I say, you know, you can kind of, you know, when you're having these conversations with another business or, you know, when you're in our line of work and you're having conversations with a prospect, you, you can kind of tell right away where their head is at in terms of should they be paid or should they be organic, should they be both, and what's their expectation and what's their time frame. But, but that's really what it kind of all boils down to is a, is, a, is a time issue with regard to when results are required and which strategy gets you that effect sooner, later, whatever. Okay, so let's talk for a second, uh, just get the terms right. What do we mean by paid and organic traffic? So paid traffic is when you're buying things like Google pay-per-click ads, when you're buying Facebook ads or Instagram ads or Snapchat advertising, TikTok advertising, any time that you uh, apply resources to get immediate attention, to put your content immediately in front of somebody and begin the process of attempting to convert them 
you are engaging in a paid traffic strategy. Okay, so you know, fairly obvious, I would say. Now, organic traffic, um, you know, is also referred to as earned traffic, and I mean it, it, it. It's appropriate that it has that label, because when you're hammering away with organic content, you've got to be patient, and you're earning. When you eventually break through, you have earned that breakthrough. And anybody listening to this podcast who has engaged in organic traffic strategies and eventually broken through knows exactly what I'm talking about. They, they would prefer that I use the word earned over organic, most likely. Okay, so, so that's kind of what we're talking about in, in each instance. Some examples of organic uh, traffic generation would be, you know, uh, posting to your blog, for example, and, and letting the Google search engine kind of, you know, uh, you know, pick up the keywords in that blog. Uh, posting to, let's say, your Facebook business page and not boosting the post or not, not, not turning the post into an advertisement, but just posting there and leaving it there and, you know, hoping that somebody comes along and sees it, shares it, likes it, all those types of things. Okay. Um, you know, when you post a picture to your Instagram newsfeed, you've created organic content for, hopefully, organic traffic. Okay, so, so that's what I mean, you know, that's just kind of getting our terms right uh, as, we, as we go through this discussion to make sure we're all on the same page. So, let's talk about some pros and cons of each of them and why you might, you know, now we're getting a little more nuanced, you know, away from, you know, the, the, the very top level time argument that I made. But let's, let's talk about where the hairs get split a little bit and you kind of see like, okay, this is what I gain from doing one of them and what I kind of lose when I do it, and this is what I gain from doing the other one and what I lose from doing it. So if we start off with earned traffic or organic traffic, the, the, the bottom line is, you know, I, th I think the top of the list is it's cheaper. You're not spending any money to do it. All these platforms allow you to post for free. You can go ahead and put your content up there without uh, you know, paying anybody to do so, and you can post as much as you want. You can post you know, once a day or 100 times a day, and you're not paying for it, okay? So that's a big deal, that in the long run, as you commit to an organic traffic strategy, you're just going to spend less money. Okay, now, obviously you're going to spend time, and time is money. That's a whole other thread we could follow. But in a literal sense, you get to get your, your, your message and your branding out there for no cost. Okay? In many ways, what's, you know, what's made social media so powerful is that it is accessible to everybody. Everybody can open an account. Everybody can start posting. Everybody can start you know, speaking their mind and getting their business out there. The question is, how quickly are you going to be found? Okay, so, but that trade-off, in this case, equals you don't spend any money. Okay, now a really interesting one, the second one, that's worth really thinking about a little bit, I think, uh, when, when you analyze your business and what you're trying to accomplish with your business is, when you create organic traffic, I mean, when you create organic content, you can zone in on prospects that are in various stages of coming through your sales process or your sales funnel, okay? So for example, some people are gonna come across you and they've never heard of you. So putting an ad in front of them and trying to convert them and say, hey, buy this thing or hire me to do this service, it's just not gonna work. They've never, they don't know who you are. They've never heard of you, they don't know your brand, they don't know the name of your company. They are definitely not gonna click that ad or they're certainly not going to follow the action that comes from clicking that ad you know, signing up for your this or that, okay? So, um, so, so now somebody else may have seen your brand, you know, 30 times by now. 
and putting an ad in front of them could be the thing that tips them over. Okay, so, so the reason that, so, so meaning in that case, your ad would be effective because you would have hit on some individuals who, you know, let's say we're familiar with you. But when you're thinking about all the different audience segments that you're targeting and going after and you're looking for, that's where you have to kind of realize that, you know, when you create the organic content, you can tailor it to those audience segments, okay? And you can, you can say, okay, well, I'm going to do some blog posts. I'm going to do, you know, some, uh, you know, release a free guide. Uh, I'm going to put up some testimonials and case studies. And each of these types of content is going to speak to a different type of customer for you. Uh, again, one just getting to know you and one who knows you very well and everybody in between. So you can be very strategic and very deliberate about how you place content and who you're trying to talk to when you do it. Okay? So, um, you know, another argument for organic content is that your brand is going to accumulate authority. You know, as you keep posting to your website, as you keep posting to your pages, your social media pages, you know, obviously as you make each post, to you it feels like a glacial pace, right? I mean, if you post, let's say you post a single post to your Facebook business page every single day for 365 days. So on day 20, you know, it doesn't feel very good because you've only got 20 posts up there and nobody's listening, right? But let's say you're at it, you know, you, you're, you're cranking away at your business now for a couple years and you've maintained the one post a day routine. So you have about 720 posts. Now let's say somebody comes across you, right? They haven't, they've never heard of you before. They've never, they've never seen any of your stuff. But after 720 posts, they come onto your page and they're like, whoa, Business XYZ really knows what they're talking about. They've been at this for a couple years. They post every day. They have helpful content. There's always value. They've been, they, they, they are very consistent about this. They're doing this every day. And, and it just speaks to your level of authority. It just conveys a certain degree of know-how and you know, immersion in your business space. So organic listings absolutely build up your brand authority. And there's just kind of no arguing that. Okay. And, and, you know, like I said, I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, we have a client we work with, uh, you know, putting up YouTube videos, uh, you know, uh, three times a week. So, you know, after a few weeks, okay, you got like 10, 12 videos up there. You look like a novice, but you know, now we've got people coming onto the page who see that there's, you know, 82 videos there because we've been at it now for seven months and they're like, Oh wow. You know, so-and-so's a real authority on this subject. They've got, you know, 80, 90 videos on their YouTube channel. And they always come out on these days and they always look like this, you know, in terms of thumbnail and feel and all that kind of stuff. And so the authority is baked in by the time that prospect comes around. So let's talk about a couple drawbacks of, uh, of doing organic content. So obviously search algorithms change. And so what might have worked for Google search yesterday doesn't work for Google search tomorrow. And so you have to stay on top of this stuff. In fact, you know, if you have a website, for example, you have to optimize and keyword scrub that website regularly. You're always looking to kind of stay relevant with regard to the search protocols that could potentially find you for a prospect. Okay, so it's a slog. I mean, it's, it's like you're, you're creating the content and you have to stay on top of the way that that content, content excuse me, is going to be seen or heard or consumed by the prospect, okay? Uh, now, obviously, we talked you know, at the beginning about time, but I just have to hit that again. 
you have to commit to time. And when I say commit to time, I don't mean, oh, it's not going to happen in days, it'll happen in weeks. In many cases, you know, you have to think of your organic strategy at least, at least in numerous months. Okay, I mean, I would say to be very, very kind and optimistic, you have to think of it in terms of numerous months. And if you really want to be safe, and you really want to be cautious, and you really want to be patient, think of it in terms of years. Think of it as every day, every week, whatever your posting frequency is, you are laying down bricks, okay? And you're putting a brick up here, and you're putting a brick over there, and you're putting a brick over there. And you know, after a lot of bricks have been laid after a long time, then you have the house that's built and welcomes in people who come along to, uh, to visit your website, your business, etc. Okay? And lastly, I would argue, you know, organic content is easy in the sense that, you know, you create something, you post it, you click, you click send or you click post, and you're good to go, right? So it's an easy, you know, or I should say it's a simple set of steps. But I wouldn't say that it's easy to necessarily create content that is eventually going to draw somebody in. You need some kind of skill to do it. Now, if you just know your subject area, you could argue that that could carry the day. Like, let's say you're just great at the business that you do and you're not so great at social media and you just hop on you know, video or audio every single day and you talk about your business. You know, there's a chance that that's going to resonate. But you have a much better chance of getting your organic content to resonate if you have both. If you're an authority in your area, like you really know your stuff and you really know your business and you really know your industry and you know how to craft it into a usable, consumable piece of content. Okay? So, let's move over to um, paid ads. Okay, you know, Google pay-per-click, Facebook ads, etc. So, we already talked about time. Quick results. Put an ad campaign together, put a creative in there, put a caption in there, put a link in there, turn it on, you're going to start seeing something happen essentially immediately. Now, obviously, the, the, uh, the various platforms that you use, they require, you know, they have, to, they have to check and they have to make sure that you didn't post anything offensive and so on and so forth. But, you know, the bottom line is, you go through that approval period and then boom, you're out of the gate. And your content is appearing on individuals' feeds, you know, when they, you know, when they search in Google, I mean, you are popping up uh, right off the bat, okay? So, uh, you know, I, I, would, I would say, you know, to contrast what I just said about, you know, measuring several months and years, if you're talking ads, you can measure it in hours, okay? You can really be making an impact, assuming you're hitting the right audience and you're targeting and you've, and you've crafted something uh, viable uh, just within a few hours, okay? So it's a very enticing, um, you know, consideration, okay? Um, now, of course, you know, let's talk about Google for a second. So you're just using it as, a, as an example. So another advantage is, you know, everybody who's been fighting for those organic rankings on Google to be ranked number one, well, guess what? There's still a couple of ads that appear above that number one ranking. So here it is, somebody, let's say, committed, just like I described before, for, you know, two, three years, to earn the top spot on Google, well, you're still leapfrogging them when you buy that top position in an ad, okay? And you're getting shown before that person gets shown, okay? So that's, that's a very powerful proposition, I would argue, okay? Um, and then I would also, you know, another one I want to throw out there is when you do, when you create these ads and, you, and you're crafting an ad campaign, you have a lot of opportunity and a lot of dimensions to play with to target your audience, to really slice up, segment, and target your audience. 
And this is one of the most, I, I would say for, for those who are really technically inclined and really get into this stuff, this is one of the most attractive things about creating ads is that you can, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you listen to some of the gurus out there, I won't say any names, but it's like, you know, they, they point this out, this tactic of, okay, you know, I'm going to craft a message that speaks to, you know, 40-something-year-old moms living on the West Coast in the United States and are going to college. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, I'm obviously just throwing things together there, but that's the point is that you can actually create very, very specific segmentation. And then in your creative, in, in the ad that you craft, you can say, hey, are you a 40-year-old, you know, mother living on the West Coast and going to school? And guess what? There's a really, really, really strong chance. I mean, it's not a perfect outcome, but there's a really, really strong chance that when you speak that message, there's actually somebody who fits that description listening to that message saying, wow, this ad is talking to me directly. This ad was made for me specifically. Okay, so it's extremely powerful um, aspect of using paid ads. Okay, so let's get into some of the cons. It's expensive. Now, Now, when I say it's expensive, I mean, obviously, different platforms cost different amounts. I mean, I think... You know, there's a really good argument to be made right now that, like, if you go over to TikTok, for example, the advertising over there is a bargain because it's relatively new and the the app is new and it's just, you know, it's really kind of in its infancy of aggregating users at an incredible breakneck pace. But the bottom line is it's it's inexpensive compared to, okay? (laughs) You know, so I don't mean to say any of these things are cheap, but it's inexpensive compared to, let's say, a YouTube ad or, or a Facebook ad, okay? But the bottom line is, in a general sense, you know, in a totality of it kind of sense, uh, paid ads are expensive. You know, one of the most expensive places uh, right now to buy ads would be, let's say, for example, LinkedIn. And and that's where you're going to be doing a lot of your B2B marketing. If you decide to go paid, you would be doing it on that platform and you would be paying for it. Okay, you'd really be, you know, I, I think you'd be in one of the top you know, one or two platforms in terms of the cost that you're going to have to incur to be effective on that platform, okay? So, you know, obviously with that comes lower profit margins, right? You're going to basically end up in a situation where you are making a certain amount of money as you bring in these prospects and convert them, but there's a certain amount of money going back out for those ads. So you have, you know, sort of instantly incurred a certain degree of crimping uh, on your bottom line. Okay, and lastly, uh, just want to touch on the fact that when you create ads, you are not going to be able to leave that ad there forever. Okay, it is going to grow stale. No matter how authoritative you try to make it, it's just, it can only get shown so many times before there's some saturation, before there's some, you know, like basically just, you know, somebody just shutting you off in their brain. Like, okay, you know, I've seen this, this guy's ads, you know, you know, 10 times now, and I, I don't want anything to do with it, and now I just filtered them out entirely. Okay. And the messaging itself can become stale, you know, especially if you're trying to, let's say, run ads that have a timeliness to them. Like you're running ads ahead of, you know, the 2022 Winter Olympics. Well, eventually those ads aren't going to work for you. Okay. <laughs> you know, once, you know, once the, uh, the end of February comes. Okay. So definitely, definitely, definitely realize that when you do uh, paid ads, you have to be in a refresh mode, you know, pretty often. I don't want to say constantly. You may, you may find some ads that actually run for a long time. Okay. One of the one of my favorite gurus to follow online, no, not Gary Vee, uh, but Sam Ovens uh, over at consulting.com, uh, 
Sam, his ads basically are the same thing that he's been running for years. Now he does create some variations in text and he does switch up uh, um, the, the, create, the still image and the creative, but, uh, but there's kind of a formula there and he kind of sticks with the formula and it's been very successful for him. Okay, so, so, the, so you can rotate a few things, pictures, captions, images, you know, things of that nature, and you can create different combinations of ads that way and you can create some freshness from doing that. Okay, so I know that was, uh, you know, kind of high level, guys. I mean, we just, you know, we went plus minus on both sides. Um, but I think that ultimately, to be successful, you're going to have to do some of both of these things. And of course, the pinnacle would be to do both of them to the max degree or to the optimal degree, right? You're, you know, you're, you're, you're creating all kinds of free content, you're putting out all kinds of free value, and then you're marrying that to paid traffic ads that are very targeted and very strategic and so on and so forth. So, so bringing the two together obviously is the best approach, but when you have limited time, limited resources, limited ability to learn these things. I mean, if you're your own social media manager, your, your own digital marketer, you know, are you gonna have time to learn? You know, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Snapchat ads, TikTok ads, you know, uh, Google search, search engine optimization. I mean, you know what I mean? Just, just from the things I talked to you about in these last 21 minutes, you know, you could spend a, a near lifetime trying to master each one of these things and put them all together to be effective. So, so the bottom line is you don't have an infinite amount of time. You have to be choosy, so you have to make some decisions. Are, are you on, more on the paid side? You're more on the organic side? If, okay, depending on which side you're on, which one are you going to use? You know, are you just going to do Facebook ads? Are you just going to do blog posts on, you know, on your website? I mean, there's a lot of kind of necking down that you have to do to figure out where is my time and effort best utilized and best, you know, and best, uh, um, best brought to bear, okay? So anyway, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Obviously, next week we'll be back on Tuesday and Thursday. We have, uh, we'll have an episode coming out on the 14th and the 16th, um, you know, as we head into the deeper part of the holiday season here in the States. Uh, but we, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please, if you like this episode, if you like what you hear on our podcast, uh, like the episode, uh, you know, subscribe to the channel, share it, spread the word. We super, super appreciate that. Go ahead and, and find us over on Facebook and LinkedIn at Transform. Uh, you know, give us a follow, you know, check out some of the content, give it a like, uh, you know, if, 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 it's, if it's bringing you value, share it with friends, family, if it's bringing you value. We super, super appreciate that. Um, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. I'm Christopher Anastasio signing off of the Transform Podcast. I will see you guys next week. I uh, hope everybody has a great end of the week and a great weekend. Good night, guys.